You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, Chief Community Nerd, and you're listening to the Free Play Podcast, one half of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And join with me, as always, who loves his title, is our Chief Missions Nerd, Matt I wasn't Wonder. gonna bring it. I wasn't gonna bring it up this week. What's up? You've done it for the past three weeks, so no, why not? Well, I'll just beat you to the punch, no. and bring it up for you. And I, as I always, great, we've also got with us our Chief Social Media Nerd, Kate Katawake. Who? Yes. Hello, everyone. Yeah, who dat? All my fans. I'm uh, here. All your Fine. fan. We, which we <laughs> learned today. Your fan. Fan. <laughs> right. You want to give a shout out? You might as well. Yeah. Let me do my shout out. <clears throat> this is a shout out to uh, Trevor. Trevor Koontz. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, hey, Trevor. You'll, get a, you'll get a big surprise in the mail. No, you won't, you won't get anything. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I interpreted like that, that as like you were gonna mail him a, like uh, old slime or like dog feces or something like that. No such thing as old slime. Old slime. Hmm. I still have That's my old, point. my failed slime experiments in the garage. They're still in there. I just saw them. They're going to mutate. They're going to mutate and become <laughs> sentient. I'm pretty sure there's like mold in them. I need to just throw them out. But. No, that's helping them grow. Yeah. <laughs> You're raising them up right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It's terrible. So what have you guys been up to this week? Gosh, you ask me this and I always think about it like beforehand. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> really? You think... Yeah, like I, the, I the, answer, like, the answer can't be nothing. Like you haven't been sitting in front of that sheet yeah, for a week so just waiting for the call. What are you going to say? <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Line. a podcast for this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't forget to check us out on well, all the social media. Line? No. Line. <laughs> uh, I mean, we went like. I feel like you're always in the woods. Like always. I wasn't in the woods yeah, this week. You're always week. on vacation. No, nope, not always on, always on vacation. I'm like, we oh, just, hey, I wonder what Matt's you, doing. I'll pull up the old uh, Instagram, vacation. and boom, like, there he is in the woods. Kids walking across a log, playing in the water. We didn't go in the woods this week, this weekend. There's a lot of you know forests nearby, and we like to be out and about. Um, but we didn't go. We just walked around the neighborhood yesterday. So I mean, not really the woods. It's like a neighborhood. <laughs> the hoods. You walked around the hoods. Richard. We're just trying to, be, trying to be active, you know, when you get to be 36, like Oof. your body goes south. It'll never happen. Not looking forward to that day. Nope. Well, Yikes. when you guys turn 36, I'm calling you. 35 and just like, How's it feeling decrepit. now? Hmm? How's it feel? Uh, I mean, I've been playing games. We've been like enjoying some not humid weather here, which has been super awesome. In the, in the summertime, I just kind of want to die a little bit. I don't know same. how you guys feel about it. You I can't feel stay in California. Uh, Here's the just like don't, We so don't usually talk here. about the weather because it's boring. But I know. I get that, but I want to die. Okay, so but, but we're kind of, us three are kind of in extremes. So Kate, everybody thinks that it's always like, you know, 72 and sunny it's not, in California. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not. What was your high? Do you no. know what your high was this week? This week? Yeah. Oh, this week it was 80s actually, but I was thinking 
it sucks. I don't like the heat. And lately the past like five years, it's been getting so hot here, like hundred degrees over yeah. hundred degrees. Excuse me. Can, can I interrupt, no, can no, I interrupt no. here? Yeah. I have a health condition. No, fast. I have just, a health just, condition. There's going to barge okay. in here. Everybody right now, has a health condition. Matt. Right now in, no. in, in Ventura, it is 65 degrees. No, oh. it's not. High, I'm not. I don't highest, live in Ventura. I don't care. Oh my gosh. Enough. Look up Oxnard. The highest it's going to be all week is next Tuesday. It looks like it's going to be 75. Five. So no, you know, Sunday, Sunday is going to be 76. Okay. But this, it's not right. First of all. <laughs> Kate, n- I just, you're... I can't handle the heat. No, no, tell me, tell me the highest temperature though. coming up this, uh, this past week, or maybe it's this, this week coming up. Like, wasn't it going to be 107? Yeah. One oh, like a one oh, mm. two weeks. Well, it's two weeks or last week. The high was 109 here in my, Hard where pass. I live. Yeah. And absolutely no thank you. That sucked. We actually moved somebody that day. It was a Saturday. And it was ridiculous. We moved somebody. I told that was my Starbucks story. What I didn't say was how mother father hot it was outside. And the the van that we got was one of those Penske trucks. So if you visualize oh, visualize the back of a moving truck, like a big 27-whatever-foot truck. Got it. Okay, so on a U-Haul, they're solid. It's they get real dark inside on a Penske. It's one of those semi-opaque white tops where it turns the inside into like a convection oven or like a greenhouse. So we were in there moving stuff. It was so freaking hot outside, inside that truck. Whenever you stepped outside of the truck into the 106, 100 plus weather, whatever it was, it felt like you were stepping into an air conditioned room. So, yeah. And then you add on top of that, that it's been raining like crazy out here. So you have a hundred and whatever degree weather. He's angry. Look how angry he is. Bro, I'm telling you. Look at him. His eyes are red. That's weird. I have spent a lot of time inside lately because ain't nobody got time to be out in that heat. We're do, we're cutting sugars in our house. We're trying to do healthy stuff. Forget that. You eat, eat as much Best sugar as you luck. want to. All you have to do is go outside for like 10 minutes. You'll sweat it all out. You'll lose like 10 pounds of water weight. It'll be fine. Is this a bad time to tell you that when you ride with me to Gen Con, I don't have AC in my car? Are you going to be okay? Get that fixed before oh, yeah, I <laughs> To fix a freaking belt, and I don't want to do it. Just take your belt off and put it on the car. (laughs) Done. So done. Desperate times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, no, it it rained for the last time, hopefully, today. I guess guess it was last night. Early this morning. Huge thunderstorm. And now we have some wind coming through. It's nice and cool. Wish it would rain here. it's It's a balmy 87 right now. So. Oh, I'm going to change the subject. Why haven't we talked about Shaq Fu being released this week? It's coming out? Tomorrow. Well, okay. <laughs> Tuesday. Whatever. The 5th. So last last uh, Tuesday. What? On yeah. what are the platforms? Is it coming out on Switch? Switch. PC. What? PS4. Xbox One. Pause this podcast while takes get his Switch out. Get your credit out. cards out, boys. Let's get those credit cards out. No, I already already know the last oh, four wow. digits to Bubba's, so. Oh, it's one, two, three, four. No, it's. And if it's not that, try one, two, three, one. Five. And then one, two. This is the sound of me getting my switch out. 
so that I can look in on on the upcoming releases. Guys, this is important. Um because Shaq Fu needs redemption. It needs it. It's here. I oh I hear it powering up here. Yep. This is this Ooh. is perfect podcast material. You guys don't understand. So if you don't know Can you anything, turn the volume up on the. If switch you don't so know any, it's it's at one hundred percent. If you don't know anything about Shaq Fu, um, the original game, that game was terrible. I mean, yeah, Charles Barkley would say terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, he may actually say that. Yeah, he may because he he's on the TV with Shaq. I see Minecraft, I see Vegas Party, Mario Aces. We'll talk about that later. Are you sure it's coming out tomorrow? I just looked on IGN, and it says June 5th, 2018, the year of our Lord. <laughs> it's tomorrow. June 5th? June 5th coming out, I see Infectious Madness of Dr. Decker. Happy birthdays! Kate, you got no. that one on pre-order? No. Um, and that's it. I don't see it. Maybe it's a surprise. That's maybe why you don't no, see maybe it. Maybe it's not digital. Maybe it's only... Yeah, I can, you can get on Amazon right now for 40 Well, I don't know. $40 seems like a lot for... You can, okay, here, here's better. You can get it on the PS4 for 30 well, that, well, for me, it's not $30. It's, it's $30 Seriously. for the game plus a power supply for my PlayStation. Okay, okay. How yeah. about Xbox One for 30 That one is, is a legit $30 for me. But I'm trying to get everything on the Switch, man. Like, if I can, I will, I'm sacrificing all sorts of stuff. Um, it doesn't matter if, uh, you know, the quality of the game is, you know, the, the graphics. This is me putting my Switch away because it's not in the eShop right now. Check it tomorrow. The quality, if you know, if I lose a little bit of graphical quality, that's fine. I don't care for portability. Um, I will, I will take it, unless it's like a really terrible game, like WWE 2K18, which is hot trash. Shh, watch yeah. your mouth. Mm. I stand by what I said. Integrity. Um, what were we talking about before? I don't remember. Oh, the weather. weather. We are talking yeah. about the weather. No, that was That's a right. solid change. I much appreciated to get us back on track here. Um, well, in the spirit of talking about games, um, and Shaq Fu, which I may or may not have by the time this airs, um, Kate, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Detroit Become Human. <gasps> Thanks for asking. I Ooh, love yeah. it. When did you get it? I don't know. I you went to the even... grocery store and somehow I got it. You went to the grocery Game store? stops right by the grocery oh, okay. store. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was about to say that I don't understand California. If you can go to the grocer and get and Detroit come out with new games. Human. No, um, it's like four stores down from the grocery store. So I say, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Quick stop at GameStop, get what I need, go to the grocery store, come home. They sell games at the grocery store. Um, I love it. Yeah. So far, I've seen people have um, all kinds of different opinions about it. Some people hate the game. Some people love the game. Some people say it's eh. I really like it. Who but says I'm it's I'm a huge eh. fan of Quantic Dream games. Just people on Twitter. No, I man. That I, that I don't know. I have watched <laughs> that game being played. Love it. 
Like that thing it's is great, but but people like to hate on that style of like gameplay because it's not traditional in any sense. You know, it's like yeah. people are like, oh, you're holding down R2. You're not how is that like immersive gameplay? Oh, but it totally geez. is. And it's like people's sure. stories are gonna change compared to like like somebody might have a really crappy story because the dialogue options they picked. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what I say. So far, my game's rocking. I um, I'm having a blast with it. My favorite character is Connor, who's the android that has been created to help police track down and deal with other androids. How far are you into the game? I have no idea. Okay, how long have you been playing? I'd, a while. I don't know. I can't gauge how. You're a wonderful interviewee. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's I, I, can't enough. Gauge, I can't gauge. So it's <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm halfway through. I, if I was going to guess, I would say halfway through. There's no indication of. I don't of even. How long or how long it is, but the way the story is shaping up, I would say I'm halfway. I have very specific questions to ask you, but they're all spoilers because this game is about story and exploration and and learning things. And if I ask you, well, it, it won't be a spoiler for the people who choose different from me. It will be. They won't. Oh, it will. yeah, it will be. So I won't ask. And I will just take you okay. at your word that you were somewhere in the game. You could text me later and yeah. we'll discuss it. I'll pray like, about it. No spoilers. Okay. You could pray about it. Yeah. I really like it. The game looks amazing. It's beautiful. I think it's Quantic Dream's best work for sure. The concept is cool. I think, well, I think all the concepts of their game are, games are cool. I like Beyond Two Souls a lot. But you're this cheating. is just... You're cheating, though, a little bit, aren't you? You're, are you playing on a pro on a 4K TV? <laughs> yeah, but when I tried to connect the <laughs> HDR, it said no. So what? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, when I tried, it said HDR connect, and I said yes out loud, and it said could not connect. So I don't said, know. Who said that? Yeah, never yeah. heard of her. Um, yeah. Well, the reason I say that is because you're you're getting it at its best. I mean, I guess outside of HDR, you're getting it at yeah. like the best possible play that you can get. Yeah, and it looks great. It looks so great that even if it looked a little more trash, it would still look amazing. I was watching a stream and it looked just beyond beautiful. And this is like a stream on Twitch. So yeah, there's been a couple times I've paused it and been made Steven look at it and be like, guess, is this a real person? Is this real or is this made up? And he's like, obviously it's made up because it's the game. Because you're playing, a, looks, you're actually have a controller in your hand yeah. right now. Yeah. And as I'm like saying, look, 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 it's moving because I'm pulling the button. Sure. But yeah. it just, I really like it. I think the, the issues that it brings up are really cool and it, it brings it up in a way that you can, participate in it and it's i've been thinking a lot about the future as a result of this game and just like androids and electronics and oh what are we gonna do and all this kate never change <laughs> the distant future really, the distant i've future. been thinking and i'm like man i hope I, I don't know it's just it's crazy the game will make you think for sure so i don't know how it's gonna end i mean i'm guessing i've already seen That's some good. crazy stuff happen in the game <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> the mark of a good game that you don't know how it's going to end. You don't yeah. know how it's, well, I kind of spoiled God of War for myself because I was researching Norse mythology and I was like, I bet you this is what's going to happen. Rookie mistake. So mm. some of it, 
I, I didn't get the final twist. I could never have guessed that, but some of the other stuff I guessed because I was just trying to educate myself. So that's what I get for trying to learn, I guess. Yep. He's his own grandpa. <laughs> oh, how dare you? So outside of Detroit, what have you been playing? The Mario Tennis demo because you guys were making a big ruckus about it. So I wanted to try it. So I got something to say. It's dope. Did you like it? It says you played I, I barely. Actually, I yeah, I barely played it. I just made it through the tutorial stuff because I had a crazy weekend. So I didn't. Is it still up? No, it's gone. Right? No, today's last day. I okay, tried to get in this morning and I couldn't play. Well, that's Texas what I thought. Is too hot. It broke the. It broke, stuff. <laughs> it broke it down the tennis. Because if that was the case, I, I'd I have been playing at work. I I might get it. I don't know, but I played the other Mario Tennis that was on Game Boy Color, and I was obsessed with that game. Mm-hmm. So. I thought this was a cool evolution of that. Oh, I think yeah. they so far it's a really it's a really cool idea the way they were able to expand on some of that stuff with like the racket breaking and the power shots, whatever. I tell you what, the freaking racket I, I texted you guys about KO. I got KO'd and I couldn't figure <laughs> out what happened. Like how in the world did I get KO'd? And then I understood I understood the you know, two X rackets. Uh, and so man, I didn't actually racked. know what you meant, but I got you now. I targeted people I with my power shots. Well, it says KO. Boom, you get knocked out. Yeah, well, I never I never got KO'd, so. No, Man. I didn't either. A different didn't? level, so. No. I did. <laughs> because I kept trying to return the uh, their, the, the specials. You did slow them go, man. Well, I know that now, but then, man, <laughs> I, I really did. I started to target people with my specials to try and break them because, you know, I could be playing against somebody who's really good at tennis, but if I could break two of their rackets. You wanted to wrong people how you'd been wrong. No, I wanted to win. You, yeah, but you, you, were, win, you, know? you were hurt that you got KO'd. You didn't know what happened. So you're like, I'm just going to wreck people. Hey, from once now you, on. it, it's, it's the beauty of exploration. <laughs> okay. Once you learn what's going on, you just turn into a, a little tennis genius. How far did you get? Who? You, Kate. Oh, no, I just made it through the tutorial. That you didn't, you didn't even play online? No. Kate. Why would I play online? No. Because it's an online tournament demo. Why yeah, but you said online? you could play against the computer. I should have never told you. Well, you I don't did like, say that, yeah. You did say that. I don't like to look like a fool while I'm trying to learn the controls in front of competition. Oh, let me tell you about... That's almost, from my friends, mom! Let me exactly. tell you about almost That's everybody exactly. in round one on that tournament. <laughs> That is like club and baby seals. It is. It makes you feel oh, really yeah. good about yourself. It makes you feel good. And you go to round two and you're like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. You're like, oh, Mario, round one, boom, 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 ace, ace, ace. And then round two, chain jump. What happened? Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even hit it. Yeah. So, okay, Kate, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to Mario yeah, Tennis. Well, yeah. And then you play God of War. I played a little bit of God of War. I'm just trying to finish up stuff. I'm not ready to put the game away. But you beat so it. So I'm just doing some of this side. I finished the main story. Yeah, I'm just up. Um, there's this whole you have, you can beat these seven really hard bosses, and you it's supposedly it's going to unlock something. I don't know. It's really hard. I rage quit. I'm also oh. not that good at like combat and hard fights, so I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, no, I know. Stephen told us. No, he didn't. He didn't see me rage quit. So. No, he but, he's seen you though. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I'm not gonna say no to that. No comment. Yep, gotcha. Yeah. No comment. No comment. Anyways, 
Moving on. Moving on. Warmbro, what have you played? Oh, man. Uh, it's been kind of a slow week. I, I did play the Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, I played quite a bit, I guess, but I also was not very great at it. So uh, there are some people who I could not believe the amount of points that they had for, I mean, this was just on Saturday, how many points they had already accumulated yeah. in that game. Like <laughs> an obscene, so, obscene. So I'm like, uh, I was talking to my oldest. I was like, do you, you realize that these guys, like they probably have only played this game since 9 PM Eastern standard time yeah. when it came out. And that's why they are so good. And that's why they have so many points. Like this is all they've done. I was like, I was just floored by how much they've done. Because that's how that game works. The more you play it, and this is really stupid sounding because this is how you get good at anything. But the more you play Mario Tennis, the more you learn about it, the more you learn about it, the better you are. Uh, That's what it seemed for sure about it. That does not transfer to everything. I could play Call of Duty forever and still get wrecked in every single game that I played. I can say that with the utmost confidence because it happened. Mario Tennis was different. The more I played it, I understood, oh, this is how this shot works. This is how you well, hire, this is what the stars mean. Oh, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Um, I played the Aaron, like, didn't really get it. She's like, why, like, why is everyone so excited about a tennis game? Like, it's tennis. <laughs> and I was like, it's fun. You're like, but you just, like, you're just hitting the ball back and forth. Like, that's all you're doing. I was like, yeah. Well, yeah, but. So like, you do get it. Yeah, it's it's fun, but it's fun. Like I, I don't know, it's just I mean, like it's just gonna be the same thing. I was like, well, like you're eventually gonna unlock new courts and new ways to play. And there's a story mode, and you're eventually gonna be able to play on an airship. I saw that, like yep. one of the Koopa <laughs> airships. Like that's gonna be fun. She's like, well, I don't know. I'm maybe. real jazzed about the solo mode. Like adventure yeah, mode. So am I. That's what I liked about the original Mario Tennis. Actually, I'm not sure if that was the original, the Game Boy Color one. There might have been one before it. I don't know, but I really liked the solo mode. It was so fun. and I mean, it's going to have boss battles and all sorts of stuff. I think think it's genius. Uh, Mario Tennis is going to come home with me from the GameStop. Here again, we will come back. I promise we will come back around to to Mario Tennis. Um, Do you know know how many points you ended up with? No, I, I honestly didn't have that many. I, I I think I got. How many people did you unlock? What was the last person you unlocked? Uh, what's the second one? Mario. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever heard of him? No, like it was Waluigi, and then it was a uh, Spike. Another Toad. Waluigi Toad. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even really use Toad, so I I just didn't have enough time. Yeah. Um, I wanted more time, man. I I bet they'll do another tournament weekend before it's released. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I, I think Avon's going to buy it. So I'm pretty excited about that. He has some birthday monies. Hey man, yeah, Caleb's got it, some son. too. I might have him do that. Well, he's like, I have, I have, uh, I have $54 and I was like, well, I think I have $3 in my <laughs> Nintendo account. We can and, make this happen. And because we like registered all of our games, we have like a certain oh, amount of yeah. gold gold coins to use towards the game as well. I was like, I think we can probably take care of the rest for you. Yeah, we got you covered, bud. Yeah. Um, like $5? Yeah, about yeah $5. so when I see that GoFundMe <laughs> page go up, I'll know it's going down. <laughs> Need $60 for Mario <laughs> Tennis Aces. It's 
It's my last request. That's it. No. Uh, played a little boss monster. Um, my, I taught my oldest daughter how to play, and she really enjoyed it. So they probably played about four more games after I played with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I think it's just one of those games. Like, and she's starting to read more, so she's starting to kind of get more stuff, I guess, because you can read it. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, been playing more hero clicks, like I said, because why not? I have like, you know, tons and tons. And I had a friend who just gave me all of his old ones. Someone I used to play with. He's like, I don't play anymore. Do you want them? I was like, heck yeah, I do. <laughs> Fork them over, <laughs> please. Does a hero uh, click in the woods? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so oh I've been playing gosh. and like, uh, it's nice. Like I, I used to play with Avon when he was really little, but it was a lot of me like just playing for him uh but now that he's older he's really getting the strategy down and um becoming a formidable opponent <laughs> so yeah it's good and it's good to like he's like all right i'm gonna bring avengers will you bring the bad guys or do you want to bring x-men so we can do avengers versus x-men and i was like wow this is good all so right he, like he's all about theme teams as, as much as i am which is great um yeah and i also played this call of cthulhu like role-playing game over the weekend Okay. Um, I I played it before. It's I don't know. It's cool. Like you're going through a story, kind of like a D and D type story, um, but instead of like rolling a D twenty to see if you hit, like you have certain skills that you might have. So like, let's say I'm kind of proficient in firearms, and so my skill is a forty. I have to roll a D ten and a D 100, like the, the 10, you know, it goes by tens to see if I can roll below 40 to be able to like to hit. So it's, it's hard. It's a lot really of math, hard. Man. It is a lot of math. Yeah. I know it's a lot of math, but um, Too many numbers, numbers, you have to try to roll below your number. How about that? Such math. Uh, but it's Sorta. fun. It's good. Like it's a good change of pace from like D and D. Not that D and D is not fun, but uh, it was good. Got to, you, you make your own character, you make your own backstory, just pretty much whatever you want. It's set in the 1920s. So nice. I, was a, a, I was a cobbler named Bartholomew Smith. Naturally. Uh, you call, call me Bart. Uh, and I got this group together to go check out some type of weird things that were going on below this house. And we, we won. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cthulhu can be anything. It's just kind of a, kind of a placeholder at this moment. It really is. Yeah. But it was, it was a fun placeholder. You keep waiting for the shoe to drop and the Cthulhu to show up and you're like, oh no, it's just in the Cthulhu universe. It's a skip Cthulhu universe for yeah. sure. Well, I'm happy for you. Hey, thank you. That's so all great. that matters. Yeah, I'm not really let's... happy. I look, if oh. you look at my face, I'm like this. Um, I can't see your face amid have, all the I faces no... behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... I have nothing. You have nothing? Okay. Okay. I was trying to think of a clever explanation, but there's no explanation for it. I just printed out like 30 pieces of paper and taped them to the wall. <laughs> there's no. Oh, don't worry. There'll be a picture up of that. Yeah. I've, I've yeah already, don't try to explain it away. It's fine. I've already screen grabbed. So um, our okay, wonderful. Okay, good. I want to see how many people will know and find this entertaining. Um, do you want us to give you that Please number say now? everyone. Zero. No, the number right now is one because yeah, I'm the only one. I'm thinking of a number between... Negative one and zero. Fifty. Fifty. Negative one and negative fifty. Yeah, that's that's my that's no. my range. We'll see. If somebody else thinks it's funny, then you both have to give me something. If somebody um, else thinks I don't know. <laughs> I don't have anything, so you yeah. can have whatever you want. <laughs> and 
I'll, I'll match what Matt gives you. Okay. Yeah, that seems Perfect. fair. We have a deal. Um, hey, Bubba, what have you been playing? I have... Hey, Bubba. Tell hey, us, hey, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Hey, hey. hey, guys. What's going on? Um, I have been playing uh, quite a few games. Um, I played two of the, these first two games I played right here in the office because we said enough is enough. I got to start playing games on the clock. Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's, I mean, it's summer, things are starting to wind down. I don't have a whole lot of like big projects that I have to get out. So I have time to really play these games with some of the staff around, um, around the office. And that way, when we start our gaming ministry, we'll be able to have more people who know how to play these games and can teach them because here's the deal. I'm not going to be able to teach all these games. I can, but I can't teach them all on the same night. So I need people to help me out. Uh, preamble aside, I played Dice Throne here in the office with our youth pastor, Lane, who has been wanting to play Dice Throne for how you say ever. Ever. And so we finally got it to table, and I was like, all right, pick it up. Let's play it. And we played the first game, but we played like a modified version of game one, which was we played Moon Elf versus Barbarian. He was the Moon Elf. I was the Barb. But we played with cards because I was like, you're a smart guy. We don't have to play basic. So we played that and he won. And that is always really good for first time players because when you win, you want to play again. So he was like, immediately said, I have to buy this game. And I was like, well, you don't have to buy it. You can, uh, but if you can't buy it, you can just take my copy and play it. So he said, everybody's going to love this game. It's going to be great, which he's not wrong. Anybody who has, I won't say anybody, most people who have played Dice Throne and like that type of gameplay, kind of a King of Tokyo, Battle Yahtzee, um, fantasy kind of game. If you like that stuff, then you like Dice Throne. It's an easy sell um, because you either like it or you don't like it. It's one of those games. So anyway, we played that. Well, let me ask you, did you put this in your BG stats as a loss? Uh, I did, actually, yeah. I've been Watching I've been very it. truthful. <laughs> I've been very truthful about the games that I've played and how they have gone down um, inside of... BG stats. That was that was your test, and you passed. I do. Good job. Yeah. You're gonna have so many jewels in heaven on your crown or whatever. No, in his lost stat, <laughs> his lost column. You mean that was so <laughs> theologically sound, Kate? I'm proud of you, or whatever. Oh, was it? Well, um, I mean, there's no way you could say for sure that it's. Yeah, we also played Space Team, and Kate, have you played Space Team? I was just looking it up, and it looks fun. It says it's a shouting game. It what is a shouter. Matt, Tell you, me I'll, more. I'll, I'm I coming like back show. to it. Matt, you haven't, but you watched it played? I don't, I don't no? know. You'll have to refresh my memory. We were, okay, we were talking about uh, the captain is dead. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. we were talking about. Okay, so Space Team is so fun. You have you know a deck of pretty much item cards and then a deck of encounter cards. And each person gets dealt X number of cards, but you're all playing together to try and launch this spaceship into orbit. And in order to do that, you have different difficulties that you can play on. You can play on a five minute, a, I think a three minute, a five minute, and a seven minute are the are the difficulties that you can play on. Okay. And there's an app that'll time for you, or there's a little flipper, flip timer that you can use, sand timer. Anyway, we played with one, two, three, four, five. I think we played with five players, and I think the max is six or seven. It's not my game. Um, 
as in I don't own it, but you know, somebody else does our actually Lane owns it, our youth minister, he bought it. And so we sat down to play this game and as it's going, you have, there are certain things that the cards make you do that everybody has to be in communication with each other at the same time. And you can't move on to the next card until you've resolved your card. So People may be trying to get different items. You may have to, you know, put your hand on the person next to you. You may have to shout somebody's name because they can't speak. Like there are just a bunch of different crazy things that are going on during the game that you have to be cognitive of in order to finish. So whenever something, you know, whenever you have a piece of the ship that comes out in one of your decks, you have to yell whatever's on the card and, you know, engines go, and then you lay the card down. Kate, you have a question. Uh, I was raising my hand. Um, When I went to the website, it says a cooperative shouting game for phones and tablets. Then it said, want more, play the card game. So you were playing the Uh, card game? We played the card game. I've played the card game, yes. Yeah. Okay. We played the card game. I didn't realize there was a tablet version. That's what it says. uh, That was the original version, I think. I clicked the other one. Really? Yeah, and then it says, want more, play the card game. So I think the original is the phones and tablets and the card. But it sounds like it has an... A little bit of what's that game we played? Mountains of Madness. Or a little whatever. bit of Mountains of Madness. It has a little bit of that in it. Yeah, uh, a little but bit, but not of, to a bad degree. It no, sounds fun. No, no, no. We Watch we played we played <laughs> we played several games in a row because we were like, okay, now we get it. It took it took a little bit. Like we had to read the rules, and we, you know, it took about fifteen minutes to read all the rules and really understand what was going on. And then I got all the way to the back of the rule book, and I was like, oh, or we could have just watched the video. Um, next time, uh, space team, team, put the, on, on your next version of the game, put that video on the first page, please. Um, I know that you are longtime listeners and we appreciate it about you, uh, but do the world a favor and put the video at the beginning. Um, so yeah, this looks like a really Kate friendly game. It is so much fun. It, it, cause you're, there's an expansion. Ooh. Hey, I will tell you this downfall about that game. The cards are hella slick. Like for real, they are Mm -hmm. like plasticky and they're just like, you'll be trying to shuffle the cards and they'll just explode out of your hands because they're so slick. It's like they did it on purpose. It's like they did it on purpose. Highest quality cards, which are hundred percent plastic, waterproof and tear resistant. There it is. Yeah. And slippy is all get out. Okay. Um, We'll have them add it to the website. Uh, you may want to spray some adhesive on the back of these things. On your hands. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you know, cards aside, that game is really fun. And so we played a couple of games of that. And I mean, today, um, you know, when I go home, uh, my son really wants to play, um, what do you kids call it? Uh, Grim Forest. So we're going to play that when we get home too. Oh. Because he's starting to read and all sorts of things himself. Games are Great. a lot more fun when your kids can read. They go goes a lot quicker. Reading is just a useful skill for life. Reading is so. power. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know why I found that as funny as I did. I don't know. It wasn't that funny, but for some reason it. It's how you said it, and it happy. it sounded like you sounded like Captain Planet when you said it. Kate, can you just admit that I'm funny sometimes? No, you are funny sometimes. I just don't know why I thought that particular thing was so funny. I really appreciate that you asked her if she would admit it, and she said, no, you are funny. Yeah. No, yeah, no, maybe. (laughs) You couldn't even even just just give him what he was looking for. No, you are funny. Yeah, no. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. you are funny. 
Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Sure, bro. Whatever. This is done. Moving the show right along. Um, we the the topic for today's show is communal gaming, and we want to launch into that, and we want to talk and do a deep dive, as deep as we're willing to go, which is not super deep because we're we're kind of this. This podcast is very surface level on a lot of a lot of things. We talk about the games that we're playing, stuff that's going on in our lives. So we try and keep it pretty light and frothy. Today's not one of those days. We're going to go a little bit deeper than we're used to going because we want to talk about the importance of communal gaming. And really, you can interpret that however you want to. If communal gaming means sharing the games that you play, whether experiences or physical copies and, you know, sharing, you know, like your Nintendo games or whatever it is. Back in the day, we used to share cartridges all the time. Um, I legitimately had a kid in my neighborhood down at the end of the street who his house, he had every game. Oh, my God. He had so many games. He had all the the hottest NES titles because that's the time frame that we were in. And he would rent out his games to kids in in the neighborhood. And I can remember lines of us, you know, <laughs> us standing standing in lines and like waiting to go into his house to check out the game to see if he had it or not. Um, it's actually a brilliant idea. It kind of is if you trust the people you're loaning your games to. How much yeah. do they charge you? I or don't if you remember, don't care about your games. I, do, I don't remember idea. being charged at all. Okay. So it, was so it wasn't a, yeah. a sustainable business model. No, like any lemonade stand was a was a more solid business opportunity than what he gotcha. had. Um, so maybe that's what you're thinking of with with communal gaming is is loaning games, or it could just be shared gaming experiences. And we'll talk about a little bit of that here um, coming up later on in the show. But um, I just I kind of wanted to to look here and see like just community in general. So let's step back a little bit, right? What, what is community? Um, and that, like we, we just talked about here a, a minute ago, it means different things to different people. Um, but I will tell you that Love Thy Nerd and Free Play Podcast and Humans of Gaming and all that stuff that we do here, we are faith-based. So everything that we talk about and stuff that we do is going to be seen through the lens of a Christian perspective. And we try not to let that overbear the things that we do and the content that we create. Um, but it does shine through. And I, I really hope that it does help mold the stuff that we do. So as Christians, that being said, and I'm not saying that everybody that listens to this is a Christian. I really hope that that's not true. Um, but as Christians, Kate, Matt, and myself, we are kind of called into community in some way, shape, or form. So we go to church and we do all that stuff. That is community, doing life with other people in a faith-based environment. Um, And we're actually told, the Bible tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Like, don't not hang out, if we can throw a a double negative in there. Um, I'll allow it. Don't not be around other people. Um, Don't not come together to, you know, read scripture or, you know, hang out. Uh, We call that fellowship. That's our churchy word. Um, But don't not be together as much as you possibly can come together with with people. As an extrovert, that's really not super difficult for me. I kind of thrive in situations like that. But Matt, we've talked about before, and Kate, I think that you were part of this conversation too, um, We've talked about that there is a limit for uh, even, you know, just fake extrovertness. Uh, Matt, I think that you do a lot of that a lot. 
Um, Agreed. Yeah, it's 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 fake. Um, it, it's semi disingenuine. I mean, you're out there and you're having a hustle um, at Starbucks. Like you've you've got to talk to people. You have to be a likable guy. You have to do all those things. But really, at your core, you're an introvert. And technically, I'm an extrovert still. Okay. Technically speaking. Yeah, okay. The the older I've gotten, the more introverted I've become. I used to be mm, it's like an age age thing. Yeah, I think it was calming down. You know, I used to be like the one like <laughs> leading assemblies and singing songs in front of like very large groups just because it was fun. But now that I've been older, like I I burn all my energy out like on everyone else. I'm like, oh man, I'm tired. And when you get home, like you just you've reached the the limit of your. I get my I get in my yeah. rocking chair. I pull my blanket up over my my lap. I sit close by the fire, and I grab myself a nice cup of hot tea, and I pet my cat. <laughs> All of that I is completely acceptable. I would love to see acceptable. somebody draw that. Can someone please draw what that? Where's looks like? my boy Johnny Jimison when you need him? Please draw this. Calling all the Jimisons. Ridiculous. Uh, Old man, warm beer. Legit. We want to see that picture. Uh, but, uh, but Kate, your, uh, your personality type is, what did you say it was an introverted extrovert or an extroverted no, introvert? I'm an extroverted introvert. So like, but a lot of people just assume I'm an extrovert because in circles where I'm like comfortable with the people, mm-hmm. I, I seem a hundred percent like an extrovert, but what they don't know is that after we have this gathering, I go home and lay in a dark room, like in oh, my I, bed. By I myself. believe you make a blanket for it and you get away from everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's like, I need to recharge in order to spend time with people. So like the, the whole concept of like community gaming, especially because gaming is something that I, that I've done for ages and ages is like a very introvert recharging time. It's a very like solo by myself and I love it kind of experience. So the whole concept of communal gaming has been I think it's good. I mean, obviously I think it's good. And I'm like, how do I become like part of that when gaming is such a huge part of my introvert life? It's so, it's been an interesting like convergence of worlds, but like I had that moment where I don't remember what game it was, probably either Assassin's Creed or Dragon Age, my two things I never get over in life. One of those, and I, I hit that that point where I'm like, man, I want to talk to somebody about this and how great this was or what happened here and what does somebody else think of it? I totally had that moment. And that's where I think I kind of reached out to other nerds and like joined some nerd groups because it it's great to play through stuff like that on your own, especially because it's such a singular experience. The like story narrative, heavy driven games. But then at some point, I mean, at least for me to to process what I just experienced by myself, I needed to talk about it with other people and just be like, what happened in that game? What happened? Like, what do you think happened? And it was awesome. Yeah. It was really awesome. Some of the most robust online communities revolve around single player games. Mm-hmm. You look at things just recently um, and, you know, not so recently, but still kind of recent. Uh, you look at almost anything that Bethesda is putting out right now. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're really focusing on the single player game. Like that's they have an actual ad campaign that's going on about saving the single player game and really just making that the best thing in the world. So they do like Fallout, uh, Doom, which has a multiplayer component, but 
Not really. Um, it's more about this single player campaign with Doom. Um, they also do uh, Wolfenstein, which just kind of went crazy with Wolfenstein 2. Uh, gained a lot of press and just just exploded. Um, but those are single player, you know, kind of like, you know, really uh, heavy shooters or first person experiences. Uh, Skyrim, mm-hmm. obviously, and really just the whole dang uh, Elder Scrolls line. Um, just everything that they do is really based around a first person experience, but they have a lot of really robust community online that's just sharing different things, you know, because those worlds are so vast that there's no way that one person could explore all of it. There are still places in Skyrim that I will, I've not been and I will never be at all. Um, <laughs> There, it's huge. You're doing fine. It's huge. Yeah. You know, so you're having to go online and talk about these experiences that you've had, even in a single player game. So there are ways, if you're back there thinking, oh, well, I, all I play is like single player stuff, there are ways for single player experiences to still be multiplayer experiences, even if it's not multiplayer, but that's the communal gaming side of it. Like you have to talk about it. Yeah. And that was something for so long. I'm like, wow, I can never be part of that part of the gaming community where it's like there's the true community aspect of it because I just play stuff by myself. I'm not in really into online. Yeah, I'm not into Call of Duty. I had Overwatch for a while. I really sucked at it. It's just like Overwatch is not a fun game to play by yourself. I learned that very quickly. It is better in a group for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and then I had a good group experience in Overwatch. I was like, wow, now I understand everything about this game that I didn't understand previously. But I still consider considered myself when I started kind of reaching out to people, I still considered myself part of some kind of community, sort of. It was like my introvertedness was like, no, don't talk to anyone. Close the door, hurry. But then because of that... Yeah. But then because of like reaching out <laughs> and talking to people and finding out like who else is a fan of this game, I found that I got so much more out of those games. Oh, yeah. Because of it. And just hearing somebody else's perspective on something was just really cool. And then it kind of made me more open to other like group game settings, which has been really cool. Uh, but gaming, gaming in general uh, really is designed to be done with other people. Uh, you know, and we talked about the, the experiences too, even if it's single player, like the experience of gaming is not passive. Uh, And Drew could talk to you for days about, about that, but this experience is meant to be shared with other people. Even if you think about it, like the single player experience inside of a game, there are NPCs, there are other people for you to interact with. So even on your single player experience, like you're supposed to be doing it with other people. Now, Solitaire is the one that lives outside of that. Minecraft can live outside of that, depending on what mod you're playing and all sorts of stuff. But for the most part, gaming is designed to be a communal thing. Um, Even if it's, you know, you're stepping outside of real life, if you're using it as escapism, all sorts of stuff. It's still meant to be shared with other people. Um, And if you don't believe me, just ask any of these single-player game builders, multiplayer game builders, whatever you have, ask their ad teams if they would love it if just one person played their game. 
They want you talking about the games that they're making, the games that they're developing, and the experiences that they're creating. That's why Twitch is a thing. That's why Mixer is a thing. They want you yeah, to be able to really share true. and create these these wonderful, robust communities around the games that you're playing. And so, you know what? You know what? Really quick, I just had this thought that if I had never thought, you know what? I want to talk about the games I just played with somebody. I would not be part of this podcast right now. I yeah. would be playing in the living room by myself. I wouldn't even know either of you. Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, we, we have for it. the whole segment yeah, at the beginning of the show that we do every single week. What have you been playing? Mm-hmm. Like we, we live, Matt's in Kentucky. I'm in Texas. Kate's in California. I mean, nice. we're, we're literally coast to coast. And so, you know, like if we don't talk about the games that we play with each other, then our li- legitimately our relationship, the three of us never grows because that is one of the things that holds us together. Even if we're playing three different sets of games, just the conversation can help our relationship grow, you know, as, as a group of friends. So we also happen to work together, but that's a whole nother thing. You know, if, sure, if we don't have a good relationship, <laughs> then we're not going to have a good working relationship. So, you know, work, that's a loose term. Um, but so, so some of the things about community, right? So this is near and dear to my heart, not just from a Christian aspect, but also because I, like I said, I say every show, I'm the chief community nerd. Um, and even when we were with Game Church, I was the community manager and mayor for several years. Like community is a big part of what drives me in every single thing that I do. So um, some of the pros of community that I have, I've written down here. Um, and that I've researched around and and all sorts of stuff. I I didn't just come up with this list myself, but inspiration is one thing that we can draw from community, right? So like if you're alone, um, there are different things that we could talk about, deep theological, you know, discussions that we could have about muses and whatnot, but we're not going to get into that. That's not what this podcast is about. But inspiration is one thing that we can draw from community, um, so we were talking about Mario tennis at the beginning, right? I gained nothing but inspiration from getting just absolutely demolished playing with other people online. I mean, it, Congratulations. it did. It, it taught me, I, I learned, I learned what a drop shot was. Okay. I learned about the little double X tap sidestep that you can do. Um, you know, if I had just been playing against the computer, Kate didn't know anything about what I'm talking about right now. Because well, she's the, heard of tennis before. The, well, you don't know that. I know what tennis is. I just didn't get through anything past the tutorial. That's why I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Right. So We're playing play playing against the computer, they don't <laughs> they don't do some of the stuff that normal people do. Like if you just play against the computer, you're not gonna you're not gonna get good at all. Um, so you draw inspiration and you learn things. You get educated by hanging around other people and learning the things that they learn. So you can gain inspiration. And even if you're trying to, if you want to create a game or if you want to draw something or whatever, being around other people, seeing the things that they've done can inspire you onto greatness. Truth. Like the drop shot, which double X. when Mario Tennis comes out, learn the drop shot. It is so fun to watch people power up and that ball just stops right in front of them. It's my faves. (laughs) Um, also just, uh, you can get support through community. 
Matt, you and I, we lead community groups, um, you know, from our homes, uh, you know, for our church. Uh, we call them small groups. You guys, I think you call community groups. Is that right? You're right. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Um, everybody has their own <laughs> churchy term that they use. Um, and Kate, you guys probably in California have some hip term, uh, probably has avocado in the title, if I had to guess. Mm. Avocado toast. avocado toast groups. ATCs yeah. as they were. ATGs. Mm-hmm. ATCTGs. The C doesn't have there to matter. Um, but, you know, we, we uh, when you're going through a really bad time, it's good to have people around you that can build you up and not break you down. Another thing I have written down here is just relationships in general, affirmation and edification. Um, edification is that big church Ooh. word that we use to build people up. Um, so, uh, you know, you're not tearing people down, you build them up, but when you're going through crap, which, uh, I mean, here's the deal. A lot of people that play games play to escape because life is too much for them and what's going on. So when you're doing that with people around you, instead of just, you know, every time you feel bad going into a corner and secluding yourself, if you can really open up and share and experience life good and bad, with people around you, that's where you're going to really build that support system. Um, and you can do that through games. 100% you can do that through games. Matt, you just uh, started a game group at your church. That's a little rough getting off the ground, obviously. It is. Um, yeah, it'll get there. But that's that's kind of one of the whole things about it is, hey, we want to give nerds in the Christian community a place to come and hang out and play games, and A will lead to B regardless of how long it takes. So you know, the hope is that relationships will be built around playing games. Um, Mike Perna can speak to this just for days on end. Um, he and the guys over at Inroad Ministries, this is what they do. Um, they, they build relationships over tabletop gaming. And if you have any questions, I will, I will tag him in this post and he can kind of give you just the rundown on why gaming with tabletop, especially is so important with other people, um, getting a game to tape to table with another person, at least sitting across from you. Um, also the last thing I have here on the positives, the pros of communal gaming is competition. Um, going back to Mario Tennis. Have I mentioned Mario Tennis yet? Never heard of her. Okay. Um, so yeah, Mario Tennis, uh, you can play against the computer, which will get you better. You can, you know, kind of understand, you know, here's here's how to hit the ball. Here's, here's how to beat the dumb machine that's been programmed on easy mode. You can do that. So competition allows us to have that getting better, getting good at a thing, which, I mean, we do that in life all the time, right? Like, so we do, we have like our kids are in soccer and stuff like that. And even, you know, us as adults, we work towards, you know, trying to be better at our jobs. And if we're better than other people at our jobs, then that is sometimes rewarded monetarily. So there is a healthy amount of competition but there are also cons of community. And I think that those are important to at least address so that we understand what's going on. Um, it's a good idea. One of the cons is competition. Um, yeah. Wait a second. Didn't you just say that that was a positive? Um, what? Yeah. What? Well, I, I think that that's a lot of what keeps me away from competitive online gaming Mm. is because it's so competitive 
like I don't stand a chance competitive. So it just becomes not super fun for me. I don't know about you guys. You obviously you thrive. You're looking for that drop shot, you know? Well, so here's the deal. Uh there's there's this game that that was released on Switch just as a demo this past weekend. Mario Tennis. Did you guys never heard of her? Man, you guys should play it. It's great. Soccer? Kids in soccer? Um, Yeah. So with Mario Tennis, when I saw that it was tournament only, that kind of pushed me a little bit towards the not wanting to play it for a fraction of a moment. Like I sat there with my Switch and I was like, uh, because I don't want it to Call of Duty me. Um, Yeah. I get to the I point. I was the same way though. It threw me. That's why I sent like five text messages saying like, "What? This is online only. Why would you? What tournament? Right? What did you guys say it was?" Well, I yeah. had to push past that because here's the deal. Like I, uh, some of these aspects that I talk about, you know, with the pros of community, I was able to experience with Mario Tennis. But some of my favorite, some of my favorite things that I like to do with community gaming, communal gaming, I can't do with the Switch in its current configuration. Um, I can't talk to people. I can't build relationships. I can't do stuff like that because it was just like, hey, uh, here's a match. You're not gonna get to talk to anybody because we didn't really build in a good communication portal with the Switch. You know, so it's just, you're just playing people over and over and over again. Um, And it did get so freaking competitive like matt you were talking about the the points that some of these people had i played against a guy guy girl whatever i played against a human opponent yes yeah i played against a they who had twelve thousand points yeah twelve thousand points i played quite a bit i unlocked all but one of the characters i ended with like almost 1200 points after playing for several hours over the weekend. I saw someone with 20,000 points. I saw someone with 20 G's, 20 K G's. (laughs) 20 K G's. Yeah. 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 Kilograms. Kilograms of points. Yeah. That's, that's bananas. That's a level. That's the level of dedication that I don't have. Um, but the overly competitive nature of even a game is simple and stupid as Mario Mario tennis. Okay. Is I, I was starting to get mad at my kids because they were walking in front of the TV. Yeah. I mean, I I was, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to her and I'm like, you got to stop. You just, you can't, you can't. (laughs) And my son, my six-year-old son, Caleb is standing over there with a fly swatter and he's playing Mario tennis right along with me. Like he's just swinging the thing. And it was, it was, it was cute until I got to round three in several of the matches. I'm like, you got, you, you got to stop. You got to stop. This is real It's a big here. deal. And Anna, Anna was like, what are you? So we're not going to hang out today. And she didn't say it. Like I just said it. Like I said it with a little bit of attitude. She said it as a normal question. I'm sure. And I was like, you don't understand. This game is only out for a weekend. And I didn't say it like I'm saying it right now, but I was just like, babe, can I, can I just, can we talk about it after I'm done playing this game? Uh, tomorrow, on Monday, yeah. on Monday. <laughs> can I get back at you later? Um, but, but that's what these games do, right? Like you got to keep playing. You got to, you got to climb the ladder. You have to be competitive. 
Um, and you have to be overly competitive sometimes. And it can negatively affect your attitude and how you how you relate relate to people around you and how you react to things that are not that big of a deal. Um, when you have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old, they're going to walk in front of the TV. And Bubba, you just got to learn to deal with that. Maybe you need to put the TV higher. It's as heavy as sin. I cannot lift that thing any higher than Sorry. it is. It's practically well, it's one like, of those it's giant like, projection um, tube TVs. It's like me and my cousin. Whenever we go over to my aunt and uncle's house for dinner, we usually play a couple rounds of Mario Kart. My cousin is the hugest trash talker, but he's also really good at Mario Kart. So it's like nobody even stands a chance. And he's like, you guys are all trash. You mm-hmm. guys are. And it's just, oh. And you know somebody like I've, that. Yeah. I've punched him before. But not the, in the face. But, but the guy that you know, Matt, is he, he actually is really good at Mario Kart. I was pretty close several times. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it does. It, it, it makes for experiences where it's not really fun to be with that person anymore, is it? Um, no, it's not. So uh-huh. uh, overly competitive situations and scenarios. That's one. Another one, and this is probably one that we don't really think about very often, but community creates caste systems. So what, what I mean by that is like back in ye olden days, um, you had, you know, kings and lords and plebes and all sorts of stuff. Like it was a whole thing of where you, where you landed on, on the caste system. Now in the gaming world, it's uh, if you take a shelfie, how many games are on that shelf? <laughs> um, if you're if you're playing in a game, w- you know how many times have you prestiged in Call of Duty? Um, or here's my favorite one: What system do you play? You play Xbox, you play PlayStation, you play Nintendo, or are you PC Master Race? Like, there's a cast system in there. Each person puts themselves on a different level of that cast system. But what it creates is it creates us as seeing others as less than us. Oh, you don't have as many points as I do. You know, uh, you, you suck. You're bad. Get good, right? Oh, you play PlayStation and, and not Xbox? Well, sucks to be you. Sorry. But, you know, we'll, Yeah. You know, so we we do this thing, right, where we, we kind of create this this virtual caste system for no reason at all with people that we've we don't really know. Yeah, I feel like there there definitely is a an air of like this system is better than all of your systems. Like really and it really goes with any system or PC, like yeah. oh PS4 is so much better than Xbox or PC is better than all of y'all. So yeah, definitely have seen that. Um, I tend to not care. <laughs> yeah, you were the wrong person for me to ask like, that question. Yeah. Because people can put you anywhere on the rung and you're like, Bleh. it doesn't, like that stuff, that stuff doesn't bother. I'm not like, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to start a fight with anybody over it. But I've seen like vicious people online just oh, go yeah. hard for it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, does it really matter? Like if you have an Xbox and the other person has a PlayStation, does it really matter? Yes, it really does. Let me. I'm gonna fill you in on something, Kate. Uh, PS Pro, PS4 Pros, and 4K TVs are trash. <laughs> Move it on. Uh, this just in. I love trash. Uh, okay, me yeah, too. So actually, I, too. I may. I may become a <laughs> raccoon. Um, love trash so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that kind of leads to the next thing, which is just toxicity. You know, when you have mm-hmm. community, especially gaming community, now we're getting real specific. In, in the gaming community, there is just toxicity. And it 
rears its ugly head in several different forms. You got trolls, um, which on some level, everybody's a low key troll. Um, you know, you've got, I'm a lighthearted troll. I just want to get in there and, and, you know, be sarcastic and spin things for no reason. Um, I have fun doing that. Sometimes if I can get somebody worked up, uh, and I know that person, then I will just keep poking at them. Um, that's, that's really fun to me sometimes. Uh, you get people that are overly opinionated, you know, Xbox sucks, PlayStation is the best, you know, PC master race, that kind of stuff. It's just kind of creating absolutes out of absolutely nothing with really no base. Um, and just, just people kind of being turds in general online. Uh, my saying, and you know, you can write this on my tombstone. If you're going to be a turd, go lay in the yard. Um, don't bring that mess <laughs> into here. Like, Boom That's not, don't roast a turd. I do not recommend roasting turds. Um, Boom. Okay. Mailed. Boom, mailed. You can oh, mail okay. turds. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that if, you don't even have to get that far into it. If you have a fandom, there's going to be another fandom out there that thinks your fandom is stupid. Um, and that's all kinds of stuff. That's not just nerds, by the way. Everybody's a nerd about something. Um, you know, if you like the NFL, you know, then somebody who, Matt, you know, NHL might say, you know, football's stupid. Um, hockey's where the, where the, where the real men are. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's just, that's just a fact. That's just a fact. Yeah. Sometimes I I get my opinions (laughs) and my facts mixed up. Um, but so those are some of the downfalls of community, but here's the deal. Okay, so speaking to gaming specifically, and you can kind of translate this into a general um, just way of thinking if you want to, and I, I recommend that you do. But when you're gaming, if you're playing video games, here's here's what I would say. Um, pixels are people. So when you're playing a game with somebody and you just want to tell them how much they suck or you know what you're going to do to their mom or whatever it is like there's a <laughs> bunch of that junk out there just remember that the pixel that you're you're talking trash to that you're talking down to that's a person that's a real person um, whether they're a jerk to themselves or whatever pixels are people um, write that write that down Also, so you're playing tabletop games against somebody, whether it's in a tournament environment or you just got that really annoying person at your game night, whatever it is. Um, And if you can't figure out who that annoying person is, it's probably you. Um, But every every game night has one. So you have that person who maybe they're the rule Nazi. Okay. Uh, well, um, actually, the rules say um, I don't care, man. If I stop on go, I'm collecting four hundred dollars. That's that's my rule. Um, <laughs> so many things. Yeah. So you know, you have those people that you maybe just don't get along with for whatever reason, and you're playing games with them. Here's another cute thing to remember: uh, Meeple are people too. So the person that you're playing games with, they're an actual person. This should be easier to understand because you can see them and you could smack that person if you just absolutely had to. But they're real people too. So pixels are people and meeple are people. Those are the two things that we want you guys to take away from this conversation today on top of the fact that communal gaming should be necessary in your life. Um, If you're having a hard time getting involved in a game group or if you're having a hard time just wanting to game communally, you can talk with myself. Uh, 
You can talk with Kate and you can definitely talk with Matt, who is our missions nerd. And you can talk with uh, also April Lynn, who is our local mission nerd. She kind of gets stuff going for local game nights. But we would love to help you get involved more in a communal gaming situation because honestly, guys, we grow together. Uh, There's a lot of things that you can do by yourself, and that's really great. There's time for that. Please understand me when I say that there's time for that. There are times when I, as an extrovert, need to step away from people um, because my cup is so dry that I need to go. No, it's the opposite. It interflows. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to fill that cup um, with a little uh, little me time or just hanging out with a small group of people that I really love and enjoy. Um, but here are a couple games. Okay. So, so we want you to get involved in, in communal gaming. Here's a couple games that you guys can play. And we're not going to dive into these. This is just kind of a list. Uh, maybe we'll make like an Amazon wish list that you guys can purchase from um, when you get a chance. So tabletop side. This is not an exhaustive list, but here's a couple of games that you can play. They're really low entry level um, for you and other people if you have to teach them uh, right then and there. Rhino Hero Super Battle. Um, love it. Yeah, love it. and not love it like Thanos, like love it like love it. 10 uh, out of 10 Kates. Well, you say that about a lot of things. So I just, I need to clarify. It's important that that is a good game um, and you should get it. <laughs> uh, Tada. That's a nice little dice game um, that will bust everybody out of their comfort zone. Space Team. We talked about that at the the beginning of the show. Highly recommend that game. Pandemic. Pandemic is really low entry on the not Monopoly board game side of things and also Mm -hmm. is cooperative, which really helps a ton. So Pandemic is a good one. Beasts of Balance. You guys have probably heard us talk about that if you followed us on the arcade uh, before this. Um, But that's one of my top nine games of all time that I like to play. Uh, It's just a stacking game. Really couldn't be any any simpler than that. Sagrada, which is a dice drafter. It's really chill. Um, All you're doing is rolling dice and making a stained glass window. And it's one of those games that if you can get frustrated at somebody else playing that game, there are other things going on in your life that need to be addressed because it is really, really chill. Legendary. That's the card game we talked about last week. That's very Dominion-esque. Uh, it's not really... It is a deck builder, um, but it you don't start with a specific deck or hero or anything like that. But everybody's working towards a common goal, um, which is to beat the baddie. Um, and then the, the next three that we have here kind of put them all on the same line. Secret Hitler, Coup, and the resistance. These are all uh, social deduction games where you're trying to figure out who is who. And there could be 9,000 other games that you've played that fit that mold. Um, But those are games that will really build your relationship with people. Sometimes positive, sometimes negative, um, just depending on how you play those games. But uh, games like that and Werewolf fits that mold too. Uh, Mafia and all sorts of stuff. You can play with just a regular deck of cards. It doesn't matter. Um, And then Kate brought this one up and I I didn't really understand uh, how it fit until we started talking about it. And that's Mysterium. Um, Mysterium is a great game because you all work towards a common goal. Um, If one person loses, the whole team loses. Um, And that can be really good for team building and getting people to work together and help figure out different clues as a whole. 
So it's not Clue where one person's trying to, to find out what's going on. The whole team is trying to find out what's going on. And you really do have to work as a team because like I said, if you don't, you're dead. Um, you mentioned another one, Kate, uh, that I was just thinking about Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, and then Forbidden, yeah. what's the new one that's coming out? Forbidden Sky or something like that? Skies, yeah. Uh, the skies are forbidden.com. And um, all those games are everybody wins or everybody loses. Um, that's another one of those polarizing games. You either like it or you hate it. There's really no middle ground. Um, but so those are a couple of tabletop games that you guys could play. You know, some of them are more expensive than others, but you can kind of fit the one that that meets your budget um, and your gaming group, uh, whether potential gaming group or actual going on. So moving on to the video game side of it, and a lot of these are cross-platform, and uh, some of them are specific only to one uh, console or platform, but you guys can figure that out. Gang Beasts. Yes. Kate is all about them gang beasts. I love that game. It's so fun. Um, that's a game where everybody fights against each other. But and you it, just button mash. There's no real skill. That's why it's an even playing field no matter what. Yeah. It really doesn't matter that you're fighting against each other because you have so much fun. Um, another game that's like that is a game called Stick Bold, uh, which is really like, it's just a big old game of circular dodgeball. Um, Matt, we played that game for hours. Yep, so hours. much. Hours. Um, I really recommend that one. Diablo 3. We don't really think about games like that very often, but it's couch co-op, and it takes what would normally be a single-player game and turns it into a multiplayer game, which I love. And also, I just love that world of Diablo. I think Blizzard did a fantastic job with that. Um, if I can gush a little bit, but in a world of not well, you don't know that Uh, in a (laughs) world of uh, weird couch co-op right now, when it should be booming, it's really not. Um, Diablo three is a breath of fresh air and you can still get a hold of that game. Mario Kart. Who doesn't love a good game of Mario Kart? Legendary. Yeah, I mean, that one is really easy. And especially with the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on Switch, they've made it really... You can literally play that game with one hand. So yeah. I don't I don't know what else to say. If, if somebody says they don't know how to play Mario Kart, they are just legit not trying. My four-year-old plays Mario Kart. So do with that what you will. Here's probably, probably one of my favorite on this list, the Jackbox Collections. Oh, yeah, for sure. Almost any game in this, doesn't matter which collection it's from, you can literally play this game with anybody on the planet with connection to the internet. So, but you can, you start a game, and then anybody can, they can play from their phone or any device that has uh, access to a web browser, and then it's just trivia. That's all it is, or drawing, or whatever. Um, but these games are amazing. If you get the right group of people to play this, you can play for hours. I almost puked when we played. It's laughing so hard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it, no joke, kind of made my stomach just turn a little yeah. bit. Um, we played so much, uh-huh. so much of that game. Um, and we streamed it. It was fun. It was great. Too much laughing. Just oh almost my too gosh. much laughing. So much, so much good. So highly recommend Jackbox Collections. That's on everything. You can get it on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC, all of it. Um, Castle Crashers is another couch co-op game that if you haven't played, play. Couch, uh, Castle Crashers is just 
straight dope. Um, Enter the Gungeon, twin stick shooter that you can play. It's multi-platform. I'm kind of reaching a little bit here, but it, it's games that you play together that that are fun. Uh, Enter the Gungeon is really, really hard, but it's still fun when you play with other people. And then obviously, I didn't even mention these, but I guess I'll talk about them right now. You got your your WoW, your EverQuest, your Neverwinter Nights, and all the MMORPGs. We talked about Elder Scrolls Online earlier. Those games, obviously, yes, you're playing with tons of people. It is a multiplayer online role-playing game. That's the whole point of it. And you can build deep relationships with those people. But at the same time, you can experience all the cons as well. So those are a couple of lists of games that you guys can play. And if you have a list or want to add to ours, please let us know in the comment section below on this post. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, at LoveThyNerd. We want to we hear what games you're playing. We want to know how you're interacting with other people. Um, how you battle toxicity in gaming communities. People need to know because they may be coming up against the same stuff that you are. But guys, that's going to do it for this episode, episode 10 of the Free Play Podcast. If you have not already done so, please join our Facebook group. All you have to do is search Love Thy Nerd and we'll let you in. It is a closed group, but that's just to make sure you're not a robot. Um, And we want to make sure that people are following us want to know the things that we're talking about and the stuff that we're doing here at Love Thy Nerd. So that's why it's a closed group. But it's a great place to meet and keep up with what's going on in Love Thy Nerd. This may be your first soiree into what we are and what we do. Um, And I promise that if you dig deeper, you're going to love all of the things that we do. Not because we're awesome, um, but because we do things a little bit differently than most people do. And people like different things, right? Who doesn't like different? You'll Mm. also be able to chat with other awesome nerds while you're there. We are also one half of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. So be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I saw confirmed, Illuminati confirmed. We're now on the Google Play um, store. Moving on up in the world. Uh, All you have to do is search Love Thy Nerd, or you can specifically search for Free Play Podcast or Humans of Gaming. Uh, Both of us are on all of those things that I just mentioned. And if we're not on something that you want us to be on a platform, please just let us know and I'll do what I can. I mean, so I'm I'm just a human, okay? So don't don't get mad at me, but I'm working on it. Um, we are also, like I said, on the iTunes, and uh, the iTunes is really where we need you the most. So if uh, Mabel, Mabel, if you're able to get on iTunes and give us a five star review, man, that would just be so great. Um, anything less than five star, and you can go review another podcast. They love four and below. Um, but here on the free play podcast, we are a five-star only review. So please be sure to let us know what you think of the show. Um, also guys, we would love it, love it, love it. If you would partner with us financially, we are a brand new ministry and ministry costs money. We want you to join us on this journey and guys, we literally could not do it without you. So all you have to do is head on over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner to make your donation. We're looking for literally any amount. I know that sounds like begging and I apologize. It's not. I really just want to emphasize that we're looking for any amount. If you could give a dollar a month, guys, that would really help us out a ton. 
Um, but really, if you want to get the biggest bang for your buck, a monthly bank transfer for your donation helps us by allowing us to sidestep all those really weird multiple transactions and credit card fees. Um, so once again, guys, to do that, just simply go to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner and help us be Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. Like I said a thousand times, um, join us on Twitter and follow us at Love Thy Nerd. Once again, guys, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Warbier. I'm Kate Kotowaki. Keep gaming communally, guys, and we want to hear those stories on Twitter or on this Facebook post. And as always, remember, Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Good job. You're going to have so many jewels in heaven on your crown or whatever. No, in his lost, uh, his lost <laughs> column, you mean. That was so theologically sound, Kate. I'm proud of you or whatever. Oh, was it? <laughs>